Welcome to the Moonshots Podcast. It's episode 115. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by the quarterback himself, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mike. If I'm the quarterback, I'm not sure who is the greatest of all time. The GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems so appropriate that we should talk about mountain animals after we've just done a whole series on stoicism. It makes a perfect, perfect connection between the two of them, doesn't it? You know, coming, <laughs> off, coming off a four-part series on the author, thinker, and stoic, Mr. Ron Hodley, and jumping into uh, mountain animals. It is a bit peculiar, but I'm glad that we're dynamic enough to do that, Mike. Well, listen, we're not very good at spelling, but for us, goat really translates into leaders. And this is going to be something brand new, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, I'm really, really excited by this series. You know, we've spent a lot of time digging into our own self-awareness, learning from these two, 3,000-year-old, you know, leaders and greatest thinkers in ancient Rome and ancient Greece. You know, for example, Marcus Aurelius, arguably at one point, one of the most powerful leaders of all time. But gradually through that Ron Holiday series, we got exposed to other forms of leaders, didn't we, Mike? Other forms of innovators, inventors, uh, leaders mm. of countries and so on. And each of them had something that inspired us to make a little bit of a change in our lives, a little bit of a, uh, perhaps you could say a pivot, or perhaps you just say, oh, I, I've been inspired by a, a small grain or a gram today to be that better version myself. And what we're launching into today, Mike, from episode 115, is a new leadership series. And boy, do we have some impressive leaders. We we really do. And uh, we're going to start somewhere rather timely, aren't we? Yeah, this is uh, leader and listeners. We weren't just pulling your legs about being goats and so on. Today, we are getting into one of the greatest sports individuals of all time. Mr. Tom Brady, inarguably and undisputed the greatest NFL player of all time. I mean, boy, he not only can teach us a lot on the field, but more importantly, Mike, he can inspire us and show us how to be the best version of ourselves off the pitch as well. He really can. And um, before those of you who are not football fans or NFL fans think, ugh, this isn't for me. Hold that pause button, ladies and gentlemen, because I would like, I would really like to pitch to you that in Tom Brady, we have the opportunity to learn so much. We really, really do. And he is somebody who has taken this idea of continuous improvement to really the highest level I think we've ever witnessed in the modern age. because. When he started out, he was neither the best athlete. He was not, he was most certainly not the number one draft, right? He wasn't like, you know, Jordan was like, I think, second or third in the draft. As we're going to discover, he was way down the list. So we can all take lots of practical tips from Tom Brady, even if you're not a lover of football and American football. But there's something bigger here. This is going to be one hour of us learning how to become the best version of ourselves and how many of us don't even realize our potential because in Tom Brady's story, nobody, nobody, when he was 20, nobody was saying this is the GOAT. But yet it is undisputed some 20 years later, Nobody, even those that were challenges to the title of the greatest NFL player in history, even those people, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, have all said, uh-uh, Tom is the greatest. Yet nobody knew 20 years ago, but Tom worked on it. So we're going to learn how he worked on it. Mind, body, spirit, this is such a juicy topic. There is so much for us to learn. And I promise you, for those who are thinking, hmm, a football player, just give us the chance because this is going to be so damn good, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, it really, really is going to be juicy and good. And I think it's the perfect, this first clip is going to set us up perfectly, Mike, because it's a great connector between the Ryan Hoddle Day 
Stoic Thinking series, as well as launching into this new series of leadership. And today with Mr. Tom Brady, because you've got to cast your mind back for a second, Mike. We now, a lot of us know Tom Brady as the man who has these incredible records, uh, a very, very longer than usual career in the NFL. And he's still performing at the, the peak, maybe even better than he ever has uh, in, the, in the sport. But as you mentioned, Mike, beginnings always happen somewhere. So I want yourself and me mm. and our listeners to close our eyes and imagine a world before the world and popular culture knew Tom Brady. You're a child, you're a kid, you've been playing American football with your colleagues and your teammates for a long, long time. And you're all working towards this one moment and that's called the draft. You've got the biggest teams in NFL uh, history. The landscape of the greatest teams in America are all picking their teammates and new team members from college. So you've got people like Tom Brady and his family and all of those around him 20 odd years ago, listening in and waiting for their name to be called. Now, here's where the stoic lessons come in. Because <laughs> as we know, sometimes experiences don't go the way that we, that we dreamed them. Maybe we don't get called first. Maybe we don't even get called second. But <laughs> <laughs> as we're going to hear from this first clip with Tom Brady, as well as his father, Tom Brady Sr., although sometimes experiences don't go the way that we dreamed, the important thing is you've really, really got to care deeply. We were led to believe that he was going to be drafted, possibly second round, probably third round. They kept calling quarterback names and we kept being stunned. You see, you know, so-and-so get picked and then there's nine more picks gone until one team that you think was interested. You know, that's, you get pretty anxious. We were very distraught. With each name, it was becoming worse and worse. So I remember being downstairs for like the fourth round and, and that came and gone. And the fifth round was coming and going and all these other guys were getting picked. Beginning of the sixth round, he says, I got to get out of here. So he gets up, comes downstairs and grabs a baseball bat and starts walking up the street. You know, I don't want to sit around and maybe my hopes get up or I'd rather just take my mind off it. And finally, he comes back into the house and it's about the 22nd pick of the sixth round. And he says, I, I got to get out of here. The poor guy, the tension in the house is, is just really rough. And, and it was hard. I remember taking a walk with my dad and mom around the block. was just a tough day, you know. I just remember being there with my mom and dad. Sorry about that. You know, they just were so supportive of me. And, uh, and they take it as emotional as I do. And, uh, you know, finally when the Patriots called, I was so excited, you know. I was like, <laughs> I don't have to be an insurance salesman, you know. So uh, my family was there. We were all excited and and thank God I got, I got picked here. He got drafted. And we were jubilant. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? So Tom Brady, according to all the experts, when they made a list of the top 300 players coming out of college, going into the pro he was ranked 199th. <laughs> and, and Mark, this is some of the things that the, the draft report of Brady said. So I want you to realize we are actually talking about the greatest ever player in history, undisputed. But 23 years ago, this is what they said. Poor build, skinny, lacks physical stature and strength lacks mobility and ability to avoid the rush, lacks a strong arm, can't drive down the field, and it doesn't even throw a tight spiral ball. And it goes on. Oh, my gosh. How crazy would that have been to have been sitting there, to have been sitting there, and every time it's not your name that gets called, it's someone else's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such, in my mind, a stoic 
approach that, that Brady talks about in that reflection clip. You know, he he could have quit. He could have quit football. And, and yeah. you know, maybe even though he was selected at 199, even then he may still have called time and said, you know what, if I'm not in the top 100, I'm out. But he didn't. He still maintained this this don't give up attitude. He maintained. Well, he was, he was grateful. Did you hear it? He was grateful. just grateful. Exactly. He was just grateful. He wasn't uh, angry at anyone, but it started this journey of self-improvement, not only uh, in terms of his athleticism, um, not only in terms of his study of the game, um, but he evolved to become someone who, adopted an amazing health regime. We're going to talk about that. But to give him the appropriate context, Mark, I think it's really important to understand that he had been at the the New England Patriots all his career and this season he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And not only did he go, but he actually recruited personally a number of key players that contributed not only during the season but made key plays and touchdowns in the Super Bowl final, and they were recruited by him. And this gives you a sense of the impact that he actually has on the people around him. So we have this great clip. It's really short, but this is one of the running backs and receivers from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Leonard Fournette. He had a great game and a great season, and he was there at Tampa because Tom was there. It was really important before he came to the team this season, it was because of Tom. And I think we have something remarkable when we listen to a guy who also played very well in the Super Bowl. This is a teammate of Tom Brady. Let's listen now in just how he talks about Tom. What does it say about his belief in you guys? And, and not just that, but, but you guys' connection, your relationship with him. Uh, that enabled you guys to come through today. Yeah, um, he has, he has a certain eye for those players who who he knows. You no, know, he he he's better against me. He's better against uh, <laughs> AB too. So he just knows what we bring to the game and how, and how can we and we can help him at the long run. And that's what we did. You know, he kept faith in us throughout the whole season. Uh, you know, I'm just blessed to be be next to this man. You know, he's the goat. He is the greatest football player to ever play. You know, and I, I can tell my kids I play with that man. And I'm just blessed. Blessed to play with him. Mm. I can tell my kids that I played with him. I mean, we talk about a great legacy. Is there anything more important, not only from creating a business or a product that can stand the test of time, when you actually have this emotional connection, and I think this is going to be a real thread through the series of, of, of Tom Bra- of today's episode on Tom Brady, this human element that he brings yeah. to the game and those around him, I think is really, really palpable. You know, he does inspire this energy, this drive, this passion within the game and those around him. Yeah, and 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 please keep in mind what Leonard Fournette was touching upon was they actually didn't have such a great season, particularly at the first half. They were really, um, they were really a bit discombobulated because um, they didn't really have a preseason. Then COVID hit, so it was really, really tough for them. But I thought, wasn't it amazing? that when Leonard Fournette was saying, look, he's the greatest, this is a teammate of Tom Brady's, what does he mention? Does he mention the throws that Tom made to him? No. What he says are he kept faith in us during the season, which we all know wasn't was a bit rough at the start. He kept the faith in us. I mean, is there any more... Uh- when, when somebody puts their faith in you, that trust, is there anything more inspiring than that? You know, when you've got a mentor or a leader or a teammate on your uh, day-to-day life or maybe a family member who, you know, trusts you. We've talked about trust a lot on, on mm. shots podcast, actually, Mike, haven't we? When yeah. an individual passes trust to somebody else. In fact, it was the Patrick Lencioni series, I remember. Yeah, it, it was the underlying foundation of his five dysfunctions of a team. Like if a team's uh, not producing, then you will go to the core and that is that they do not trust each other. And how 
can a team to win a Super Bowl function without trust? I mean, it, it, they just can't. And that's what I think is so lovely. As, as an individual like myself who knows Tom Brady through popular culture, perhaps more than the, you know, the NFL um, runnings and seasons and so on, I can see that his effect as, a, as an individual is enormous in yeah. the game. I can see his personal contribution being present throughout the whole uh, experience of all these different teams and team members that he interacts with. That's why I think he seems like such a great leader because he inspires people yeah. and he drives them to go and yeah. be the best version of themselves. So what we've got coming up uh, for the show is we've got three big, chunky, very, very tasty buckets. One around hard work, and there's a little bit of stoic thinking in there. So we've got lots to learn there. It's important to understand that Tom Brady just so happens to be winning the Super Bowl at age 43, which is a record among all records. I mean, this is a high-contact sport and he's still playing at 43. So the second bucket is going to be about diet and fitness. And the third bucket and very moonshotty bucket is the mindset bucket. And there's a lot to learn from Tom in how he does it. So there is so much ahead of us. Um, Mark, I'm dying. I am dying to jump into the hard work bucket. Lead the way for us. Well, like you say, there is a real stoic thread within this. And again, we're going to hear this a couple of times in today's episode, Tom Brady referencing traits and behaviors that we saw in the Ron Holiday series. And this first one does not disappoint. This first bucket that we're going to talk about is working hard. And similar to the first clip where we heard this passion and this desire to care deeply in what you do come through by Tom Brady as well as his father, this next clip is taking it a step further and directly discussing how we should see every obstacle as an opportunity. But we all have experiences that we dream about and that we look forward to. And when we get them, they don't always go our way. I learned that as a freshman on the football field just outside of this gym. And again, I learned it as a second year player who finally got a chance to play in college. Unfortunately, I learned it three weeks ago in our loss to the Giants in Super Bowl 46. But we've always been blessed with the support of my family and friends and also with coaches that committed their best to me. And with each opportunity came an understanding of the things that it takes to be successful. And often this happens through trial and error and sometimes through outright failure because Lord knows I made plenty of mistakes. So whether I was learning through watching as I did my freshman year at Sarah or playing and making mistakes over the course of my career, I've continued to learn to embrace every hardship and to seize every opportunity on and off the field. The owner of my current team, Robert Kraft, has told me time and time again, every bump is a bounce. So what I learned very quickly as a professional was that your job is always on the line. I'm in a what have you done for me lately type business. As in all businesses, there are disclosures. In investments, it says past performance doesn't guarantee future results. <laughs> well, that pretty much sums up the NFL. And there are always going to be younger and hungrier athletes competing to take your spot. I got my opportunity when incumbent starter Drew Bledsoe got injured my second year. And all of the practices and meetings and time spent on these fields and in this gym and in those classrooms prepared me to take advantage of the opportunity. And 10 years later, after great success in my career, I wouldn't change a day in my life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just realize that clip that we... Uh that we have dug up in uh, the depths of our research team. What's really interesting about that is he's a couple of weeks off uh, at that time, he had just lost a Super Bowl. Mm. And what clarity of thought. And he's just like, yep, it was, uh, it was tough. It didn't go right, but here I am. Um, you can already hear he's working on himself. Yep. He just takes it in his stride. And he is not prepared to kind of go into the valley of darkness with disappointment. I mean, he just gets over it and, and he really frames it as this is a chance to make me stronger and better. This will encourage me, but also this might teach me some things that I need to improve. And, you know, to just jump, this is totally Zaha Hadid. 
the great architect, she constantly referred to challenge made her stronger. Every, every problem she encountered made her stronger. And you could completely say that about Tom Brady. But here's the thing, Mark. How do we, when we're facing a moment which, in which things didn't work out, how do we turn problems into opportunities? We heard Yako Willink and we studied how he did it. Right now, Mark, if you were to encounter something that just didn't work out and you were disappointed, how are you going to make that, like how do we think in that moment to go and then, you know, pivot and not allow ourselves into the depth of despair? The thing that I'm really working on off the back of the Ron Holiday series is recognition. So I want to train myself to recognize when I'm behaving in that way. Mm -hmm. So for example, let's say I've just lost the Super Bowl. It would be very, very easy. And, you know, maybe that'll be an occasion that I experience at some point in my career. I'm not sure. But let's say, <laughs> let's say I had <laughs> bad news with a project or something. Instead of my almost habitual behavior being to uh, shut down, look for a, uh, to point a finger, or maybe just to, you know, flight to fly away. Instead, what I'm trying to, to train myself to do, and I think Brady's uh, accomplishing that in this clip, is recognize that behavior that I have and think, okay, well, let's, let's take a pause. Let's take a beat. You've heard some bad news. You want to run. Okay, that's okay. That's natural. But let's take a moment. Let's instead think about how this bump could be a bounce. Let's yeah. think about how we can rectify it, change it. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just tear that apart and dig in and 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 decode that a bit. I think what you touched on there was really good, which is when bad things happen. I think you have to go through a, a process of accepting that fate. Mm -hmm. It just is what it is. It sucks. Yes. I feel it. I hear it, write it out, cry, jump, whatever you need to do to accept. And then I think the important thing is just let it go. Find, find a ritual of just letting go. Write and write about how bad it is until you can't write no more, right? <laughs> and just get it out of your system, purge, you know, pop the pimple, um, get it out because then you can start the regeneration, the refresh, the regrowth. And, um, yeah, I think the act of the purge, like, yep, it really sucks. <laughs> and it sucks for all these reasons. Okay, now I'm done. It's out. Right. And then I think that gives you the chance to, to move forward. I think sometimes like we're embarrassed. We don't want to tell anyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't want to share or even admit to yourself that this is mm. a bit of a challenge. So yeah, we, we take it insanely personally. Like, Oh, I'm so, so bad. Like I'm so yeah. crap at this. What am I doing? I should go hide in a cabin in, in the Alps somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't deserve to be here. But isn't it, isn't it funny that we all go through those sort of emotions? Well, I'm sure a lot of us go through those sort of emotions. Yeah. And, you know, when, when you're thrust into the spotlight like Brady is here, and in fact, I think this clip was 10 years ago. So he referenced being in the career only for 10 years, and he's been around since early 2000 or 1999. You know, he was already incredibly insanely you could say well known and he's still talking about this this obstacle or this failure he mm. could have turned around and said you know what i've just lost the super bowl am i good enough to be here maybe not all right guys it's been fun see you later well well just on that note we see a lot of players in sports who get to a certain moment you know tennis being one of them where they got to like the grand slam final but then they lost and they sort of break mm. after that because they just can't handle the disappointment. So I think King being very deliberate in how he handled disappointment and be ready to, to be totally yucko willing, like, yes, problems are opportunities. Yes, I can grow. 
And I think if you have that frame, you can allow yourself to accept the feeling and then move the hell on, right? That's exactly it. Move the hell on. Now, talking about moving, now, you know, Tom Brady, he, he's kind of a tall, lanky guy. He's, wouldn't, you wouldn't look at him and say signature, like elite athlete, um, particularly um, his teammates thought it was so funny that they have a photo of him from the, uh, the draft and they printed it on T-shirts and actually wore it at the Super Bowl party after it, saying greatest of all time. And he's kind of like a skinny 19-year-old, 20-year-old. Um, it doesn't look like, you know, the next elite uh, contact sport, you know, smash and bash kind of a guy. Um, but actually there's a lot to learn uh, about how we think about our bodies, in particular diet and fitness. I think there is so much that we can take from Tom. He has uh, the TB12 fitness program. He wrote the book. He's got gyms. All of that's nice. But actually, there's some really interesting techniques inside of the program to take care of yourself, be it uh, the way you treat your body and what you eat. So here's the interesting thing. Rather than have Tom talking about it because actually the TB12 fitness program is completely designed for Tom. And if you need proof, Tom is 43 and playing a contact sport and he is playing like a legend. Okay. He's playing like a 23 year old, not like a 43 year old. He can still throw the ball really, really, really far. And he's 43. And so it comes down to this program. So what we were able to do is we were actually able to find a gentleman called Graham Flanagan who actually tried the diet and workout program, TB12 Fitness, of Tom Brady, built for Tom Brady, now available to us all, and he shares his reflections on what happens. And what I want everybody to do is to really listen and tune into this because I think it's an opportunity to understand that if we want to be successful uh, with our teammates on the playing field, if we want to have the right mindset, our body is essential. So let's have a listen to Graham Flanagan discussing his experience taking TB12 fitness. For a week, I tried the Tom Brady TB12 fitness and diet plan. Uh. So Tom Brady's got this new book called the TB12 Method. Look at that. What a beautiful man. In the book, he outlines in detail the fitness regimens he undertakes and diet as well. So there's lots of aspects of my life dealing with nutrition and fitness that I can improve. I work out like three or four times a week, but it's pretty basic. I'm, I'm mainly lifting weights. The workouts that Tom Brady pushes in his book are all focused on pliability. And Tom Brady defines pliability as targeted deep force muscle work that lengthens and softens muscles. He's focused on making your muscles more flexible. And we do this by using bands. I ordered a set of bands on Amazon for about 30 bucks. I just looked up exercises that in the book were recommended then also other ones on YouTube. I bought like a door anchor as well so you can like set the bands up high and do some like chest presses and you know work the pecs a little bit. Tom Brady's a big believer in these loop bands which you can do lots of different types of workouts with. There's lots of things you can do with this and uh, I, I love the bands. You can definitely feel a difference between doing a workout with these bands and then like doing your typical weight room workout where you kind of feel destroyed after. You do a lot of reps with this, like 60 reps over the course of like three sets, you're gonna feel it. Like I feel it right now and it's awesome. In terms of the food that I ate during the week, you're staying away from, from sugars and dairies and refined carbohydrates, etc. It's a lot of vegetables, lean white meats, we had ground turkey burgers over lots of greens, peppers, carrots. We also had a grilled chicken breast, some Brussels sprouts, and then quinoa. Then during the day, I would eat an apple. I would eat almonds. Tom Brady is all about the hydration and constantly drinking water. It's recommended that you take your total body weight, cut that in half, and then drink the corresponding amount of ounces of water that's half your body weight. Every day, I would drink approximately 90 ounces of water 
three big Poland Spring bottles of water. In terms of caffeine, I usually drink like four cups of coffee a day on average, which is a lot and it's too much. Tom Brady, he does not drink caffeine, but he recommended a maximum amount of 200 milligrams of caffeine a day, and that equals two cups of coffee. In terms of alcohol, Tom Brady in the book says that he does occasionally have a cocktail, but he says that if you're gonna drink alcohol, you need to match the ounce amount of alcohol that you drank with water. So if you have a 12 ounce beer, you need to drink a 12 ounce glass of water. One of the dishes that I tried was the avocado ice cream, which Tom Brady's been famous for making before. Okay, here goes. Ugh. Wasn't a fan of the avocado ice cream, sorry Tom. Overall, the Tom Brady TB12 experience was a big improvement over my regular routine. Throughout this entire process, from day one to day two to day three, I woke up feeling great. I was excited about my workout. I was excited about eating healthy and I would look forward to my meals. I just wanna be able to be active, healthy, be able to exercise and work out and look good and feel good. And I think that the principles in the Tom Brady book are gonna help me to do that. I mean, great review and deep dive into TB12 by Graham Flanagan. Thank you very much, Graham, for the, for the kind uh, walkthrough that you've done and, and good luck with, with the goals. I think there's a, there's a few things in there, Mike, that are perhaps, you know, a little bit consistent with what we've heard before when it comes to fitness and taking care of yourself, as well as a few new additions uh, that are really sparking my interest and intrigue, particularly right. Brady's you know, um, adherence and, and use of bands. It's great to hear something as simple as bands yep. are being used. Big, yeah. big fan of those. So what, what you're talking about is resistance bands. Mm -hmm. So generally that'll be like, imagine a huge rubber band kind of, uh, experience. So the, the reason these work so well is that the resistance is even on both, on both the pull and the pull of, of the, the given exercise. And uh, it's not the jerky uh, nature of like a dumbbell. Uh, and I would add to, uh, for, for you and all our listeners, Mark, they are insanely good because they are very small. So you can throw them in a bag and travel with them. Yeah, that is so handy, isn't it? Chuck it in and, and carry it around. So it's very, very light, but also very, very um, good for your pliability of muscles. That for me is a really good takeout. You know, we've mm -hmm. got a lot of, uh, sports individuals on the show, Mike, you know, Goggins, I know he was a real ultra endurance runner. Mm -hmm. We we've learned about the benefits of, of rolling. We've talked about that a lot, you know, flexibility with the muscles, but really hearing that being called out for me is, is a, is a great tip. And I think I'm going to go and personally go and find it. Um, mm. Mike question for you, avocado ice cream. Oh, Mark, you know, I love avocado and being here in sunny Sydney, Australia, we are blessed with like amazing food and avocado. I got to say, it's not jumping out at me um, as a go-to, but I, I think we, we're going to have to do this experiment just for the benefit of our listeners. So let's make sure that you and I do some avocado. Maybe we'll have the avocado ice cream and we'll, um, we'll share it on our YouTube channel. What do you reckon? We'll, we'll, we'll do the experiment live on, on YouTube. Yeah, let's do that. We'll, we'll build it and, and eat it and then share it. And let's see what our, what our listeners think. I, th I think Mike, the TB12 program, uh, it's, it's really interesting just to hear from somebody who's so well known hearing their secrets for success, you know, am I right? Uh, hearing Tom Brady's approach to keeping himself flexible, as you've called out at the age of 43, he's still winning Super Bowls. I mean, this seems like a good case study that it works, right? Um, yeah. I mean, do you need any more proof that um, this kind of works? If he can be 43, win a Super Bowl, he's won wait for it, seven Super Bowls. You realize that there is no team in the NFL, in the history of the sport that has actually won seven Super Bowls. But he comes along and does it. Isn't that mm -hmm. amazing? Oof. Tom Brady. So, so I think like what we have to realize here is we're going to hear in a second about, um, about mindset but we also have accessible to us 
the diet and fitness program that the greatest all-time NFL player who is 43 years of age, looks 23, plays like he's 23. The only thing between us and realizing that sort of health state is picking up the book and doing the technique. I mean, that's why this is such a special show because we can see stoicism coming back, a huge theme of moonshots. We can see, you know, active body, active mind. So we're seeing like your body is the temple, really uh, unparalleled attention to the healthiness. And guess what? He can still run around the football field like crazy. I mean, there's just so much here and he's made the program available. So you can just go get the TB12 book and it outlines the entire process. Hit YouTube. He's got lots of clips, shows you how to use the roller, et cetera. It's all there for us. And I think this is what's so exciting about Tom is we're really able to decode, to unpack how he did it. Don't you think? Yep. Depack everything from mind, body, and soul. Again, Mike, these are things that we were learning with Ron Hoddleday. And yeah. Stoicism, he yeah. is really aligned with that. Now, we did mention YouTube. There's something else on YouTube that our listeners should totally check out, Mark. Yes, starting last week with episode 114, our final series of the Run Holiday uh, series, we have going to continue our process of creating and releasing what we're calling the Moonshots Showcase for YouTube. So until now, listeners, you will be hearing our show, hearing these audio clips, but you got in touch with us. You left us feedback. You have inspired us to try and improve our show and deliver what you guys want to see. So we are now providing a separate video on YouTube for the Moonshot Showcase for each episode, during which we will reveal and include the video versions of the clips that you can hear us learning out loud from within the episodes. We might throw in the occasional extra clip as well, ones that inspire us, but maybe we didn't have time to get into in our show. But we think this is going to be fantastic. We think it's going to be vivid dynamic and also provide you, our listeners, another opportunity to learn from these innovators yourselves. Now, if they want to go to one place in the universe, Mark, where they can jump off to our Instagram or, as you said, to YouTube, what is that destination on the World Wide Web? There's a destination and a hub called www.moonshots.io. Navigate over to our homepage, our hub, our Uh, headquarters, as it were, you can not only find our latest episodes, such as show 115, Tom Brady, Greatest of All Time. You can find out all of our previous series, Ron Holiday, we've mentioned Zaha Hadid, and a number of others. You can dig into our mantras, all of our show docs, transcriptions. You can even sign up for our newsletter. And you can get in touch with us by the feedback section and let us know what you're liking and what you like us to do next. www.moonshots.io. All right. So we've really kind of checked into hard work, diet and fitness. We've found out that uh, Tom started rank 199 for his year of college graduates coming into the NFL. He was the fourth string quarterback at the New England Patriots when he started. But somehow, some way, he won a record seven Super Bowls. He is still playing and will return for another season at age 44. There's some hard work. There's obviously great diet and fitness as we've discussed. But now it is time to enjoy some mindset thinking. This is where we are fifth gear in moonshots. It's about mindset. and. Boy, do we have a lot to learn. I mean, it it is like, without saying it, he is one of the greatest students of Stoicism. We've done the Ryan Holiday series. Now we get to see it in action. And this is going to be a real joy. So let's talk about what it takes, what you need to do every single day, according to Tom Brady. A decade into his career, the man taken with pick 199 has achieved in all but still feels he has plenty to prove. 
it's not really a chip on my shoulder. It's just that feeling that, man, maybe nobody wants you. When I watch myself play at times, I still don't think I'm very good. Man, you're still not very fast. You know, you got a decent arm, you know. You made some pretty bad reads on that day. That's what gets me up and motivates me. I always want to feel like I'm the best quarterback for this team. I want to earn it every single day. You got to earn it every single day. Focus on achieving that. I quite like this clip because it would be quite easy for somebody like Tom Brady, undisputed goat, uh, to think, oh, you know what? I can rest. I can rest on my laurels. Job, job done. Job done. But mm. he doesn't. He doesn't. He goes out mm. every single day and he behaves in the way that the team deserves. He behaves as the greatest quarterback that that team has. And that's a great call to us, Mike, you know, to remind us, okay, today's a new day. We're going to wake up and we can go mm. and be the best version of ourselves for our families, for our teammates and colleagues, and for our partners and customers. That's a real good call to action. Yeah, the this idea of continuous improvement, um, this is really fundamental to how he did it. So, Mark, for you, for our listeners, what I cannot stress is the thing that we can all learn from what Tom is talking about is every single day he's working to make himself a better athlete, a healthier body. He is not allowing any obstacle to kind of send him into a spiral of despair. He is making sure that every single day he's bringing the best he can, continually looking to improve. And I think if you look at it, what's so fascinating, it's if you look at where he is right now at such a remarkable high level and in the context of seven Super Bowls, in the context of his age, this shows you what we call the compound interest that happened. For 43 years, every single year, he has worked on himself. This is where we can all get to. This guy was 199th in the draft, yet he's greatest of all time. So this is not about he's just naturally gifted. This is not about, oh, man, he was born with an arm. He can just throw that ball. No, what he was born with is the ability to improve himself every single day. And this is why this story is so inspiring. And for all of the rah-rah and, and being at the pinnacle of your career, we've got another thought that really puts Tom into context and gives us another thing to learn. This next idea that we're going to hear from Tom Brady, the greatest NFL player of all time, is what we need to do when we think about how we want to live. When I'm playing football, I appreciate it. I'm nowhere else. I'm in the present. It's probably the best part about, best part about my life is that to be in the present, you talk about how do you enjoy your life? How do you find balance, right? It's to live in the present. You play, to live like a kid. Like, why do kids have so much fun? Because they just care about what they're doing. Yeah. And if we thought about what we were doing all the time, you do that when you're on the football field. It's probably the only place that I can really do that when I really truly am my authentic self. I mean, a lot of people see it, my close, close friends do. But when I'm on the football field, there's no, it's just raw. I love that. Be immersed in the task at hand. He's nowhere else. He's right? nowhere else. His mind is right here, right now. His body is right here, right now. His soul is right here, right now. That's very stoic again. This idea yeah. of committing in the present. Don't worry about yesterday and don't fear tomorrow. Just be right. here, right here, right now. And I quite liked his reference, you know, like a kid. I remember being a kid, Mike, and yes. I was never really concerned about what I was going to do tomorrow. I knew it would be fun. I knew I was going to hang out with my friends or something like that. But it was really all about right here, right now. And that to mm. me is, is such a great reminder, you know. It is. It is. And so, you know, the, the, if you think about um, why we enjoy the presence of kids and animals is, you know, they're just living in the moment. They're very present and just totally natural. And I think it's a reminder to all, to all of us that 
to try and create this childlike mind to just be in the moment. And I love the fact that he says, I'm nowhere else. Mm. And in a world where it's like we're trying to be in like 10 places at one time with all of the things competing for our attention, be nowhere else. And I think if you are really taking this on board, one, the deliberate effort to be better and focus on every single day. Like there are no cheat days, right? You're always looking to get better. And you live those days fully immersed in the here and now, in the moment, in the present. It sets you up for this next idea from Tom Brady, which is all about how we take experience, how we embrace the world and how it comes to us every single day and how we can use it to evolve. Well, everyone has their different belief systems, and I think everyone has their different opinions of, um, you know, those types of things that you talked about. Certainly as an athlete, I care very much what I put into my body. I think that uh, I'm 38 years old. I'm not 22 anymore. You so. look good. <laughs> You're very sweet. Thanks. But I, you know, all those things are important, and all the little things add up to be big things. So when I'm trying to accomplish things professionally that, um, you know, in a lot of ways, you're in, I'm in uncharted territory. So I've got to do things differently and I got to evolve over time. I've got to things that may have worked in the past, maybe don't work as you move forward. So the lessons that I've learned through my own trial and error, I think I'm at that point in my career, where I'm very efficient with what I'm doing. So I try to eat healthy. I try to get the right amount of rest. I try to do the right types of exercise so I can be on the field and be available to my team. I try to be, you know, as productive this time in my career as I was earlier. This idea of reflecting on what may have worked in the past, it doesn't always work. You know, sometimes habits and rituals need to change, whether it's eating, exercise, or other, you know, maybe mental approach and, and, and awareness. Because those little things, if left for too long, you know, they do, they become big things, don't they, Mike? A small irritation or an anxiety can often build up into a... a mm an element that completely blinds you to an opportunity at hand or a potential way out of the darkness. You know, when you're, when you're really bogged down in, um, you know, eating poorly maybe or not getting enough exercise or just obsessing over uh, something that's really, really negative, this, this flight element, then that can, you know, bring you down. And I like where Brady's going in that clip, which is care about, what you're eating, what you're doing, care about those little things, but also be aware enough to pivot, to change, to review what you're doing and think, okay, well, does waking up at 5am every day to exercise benefit me? Or actually, am I being stripped of enough sleep? Does my mm. working pattern make sense? Is my eating regime well enough for what I'm doing as a professional? You know, I like this element, again, of self-awareness and really digging into the details of what you do each day. That, that's a real good demonstration of Brady being at the top of his game because he has that ability to be aware and notice those small things. Yeah, I, what I heard there was adaptive. Adaptive, yep. What I heard there was someone who's like, I'm continually asking questions of myself to improve myself, to better myself. Um, and so let's do a little exercise. What are some of the questions? If you're trying to be the best version of yourself, what are some of the questions that you can, can ask? And I'm, I'm going to throw a few at you and I, and I, Mark, I want you to tell me which one you want to, which one you like the most. There's, what are you good at? Right. Mm -hmm. There's. What do you love? Yeah, what do you love to do? Mm -hmm. What does the world need? And what can you be paid for? These are really powerful questions, but they get better when you try and answer them in concert together to find the alignment between those things. Ooh, that's, that's mm -hmm. an interesting one. Yeah. So it, what do you think? I mean, for me, it's, it's pretty challenging, isn't it? To try and consider each of those, as you say, in concert, because 
when you let's put ourselves in Tom Brady for a second, and then I'll and then I'll reflect on myself. You know, he is good and loves what he does. So he's ticked off those two things. What is he good at? Playing football and leading the team. What does he love? Playing football and leading the team. What does the world need? Well, they need a good leader. Mm. Okay. His Brady's, teammates. Brady's ticked off that. Yep. It's faith. And um, what does he get paid for? Well, again, it's all coming around here, isn't it? Mm. So actually when we really dig into it for Brady, this, yeah, he's, he's a celebrated record holder for a number of different, um, entities within NFL. For me, the real thing that we keep on hearing in today's show is this leadership quality. Yes. Passion, ability to drive the team. That mm -hmm. for me ticks off all four of your boxes for brain. Mm. Mm. It's really powerful. And I think so if you want to be adaptive, I, I think uh, finding out some good questions to always ask of yourself to reflect on and but really ask yourself. I mean, not like, oh, yeah, well, well, I'm doing that. No, like I'm going to study that question this whole weekend. I'm just going to think about that question. I'm going to write about that question the whole weekend. I mean, that's how you adapt because you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time to do this or do that. Yeah, maybe I'm not really getting that right. Let's see how I can improve that, right? Yeah, what a, what a great exercise. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge myself then, Mike. We should put this in the show notes. It's, it's actually a, a Japanese practice called Ikigai. Very cool um, and very transformative. It's all around purpose and it's sort of like a, if you will, like a, uh, a very uh, traditional philosophic uh, practice similar to what uh, Simon Sinek talks about with asking why and purpose. So uh, we'll put a link uh, into the, into the show notes for, for everyone. But I think asking questions and reflecting and, and writing to the, writing the answers down, you know, that's, that's how we get adaptive because we're like, eh, you know what, I've just found a little disconnect. I found something that's been bothering me and these questions force me to confront that. I think that's why it works. Mm. I think that's great, Mike. I think that's mm. a, good, a good recommendation. And I can see right. that there's a great book and, and framework in Ikigai yeah. as well. Ikigai. Ikigai. There's so much good stuff philosophically out of Japan. It's like ridiculous. Um, but that certainly is another show. This show today, we've talked about working hard, diet and fitness, mindset, so much on mindset, thanks to Tom. But Mark, I think we have one clip the mother of all clips, the scrum of scrums, the clip of clips. What do you think? We've got one more clip for episode 115, Tom Brady, greatest of all time. And this time we're going to hear from another content creator, Mr. Zach Schumler, who creates videos, very, very popular videos on YouTube called uh, Strong Opinion Sports. And he reveals what in his mind is a fantastic lesson from Brady. So for example, today we've dug into the working hard, the body, the diet, the fitness, as well as those mindsets that we've just revealed. So in Zach's mind, what is this great lesson? And how, much like Tom Brady, if he can get better, how can we do the same? There's a really cool lesson I think that everybody can learn from Tom Brady where he's a 43-year-old quarterback. It's year 21 of his career. He's playing in his 10th Super Bowl, and he's still playing at a high level. In fact, he's doing some stuff in year 21 I don't think he would have done in years 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, maybe even 6. And what's most impressive to me about Tom Brady is that in order to have the sustained level of success, to do what he's done for so long at such a high level. It has to take a ton of self-evaluation. It's self-evaluation and, frankly, brutal honesty about himself and what he's good at and what he needs to work on. And he's 21 years into his career. He's the most accomplished quarterback of all time. You, we, you could argue about greatest of all time. What does that even mean? I don't know. How do you define greatest? Like, it's really up in the air. But we know that he's won more and done more as a quarterback. He's the most accomplished quarterback of all time in NFL history. And yet he still wants to be better. And the lesson there to me is that no matter what your role is, no matter what your job is or what you're doing, 
whether it's as a boyfriend, as a husband, as an employee, as a quarterback, as a podcast host, no matter what you're doing, you can always be better. If Tom Brady can always be better, you certainly can be, and I certainly can be too. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) If Tom Brady every year is still going like, what can I do? What little tweak can I do to get better? Then we definitely can as well. Always improving. Always be better. Uh, I mean, that that guy, Zach, really nailed it, right? He always, always wants to be better. And I think what we are celebrating on this show, if Tom Brady can stand there and say, I can always do better. If Marcus Aurelius, the, the leader of Rome, the Roman emperor, is always looking to improve himself. And then Mark, what does that mean for us? I mean, we've got to be able to strive to be better versions, Mike, if they can all find the time. And look, we've talked about methods and behaviors in the past episodes to be that better version. You know, particularly for me, this self-evaluation, I think manifests itself through reflection, through journaling, through, as you say, spending a weekend thinking about Ikigai. I think these are all, you know, practical, fundamental things that we can do in Mm. order to dig in and strive to be that best version. Mm. Now that you're on the other side of our Tom Brady leadership show, is there one of these clips or ideas that have got you thinking? Yeah, I've really, really got inspired, particularly from that opening clip, his, his passion and his drive at that very, very early stage of his career. He was, he was very, very young with that, that drafting, uh, shall we say, mishap. <laughs> and he still had the resilience to power through knowing from experience that he uh, you know, has managed to get through that, it means that he's probably a little bit stronger. It means that when mm. he does lose a game or a Super Bowl, he's that little bit more experienced. And I love this idea that each of those obstacles, like we are learning from Ron Hodley, as well as Tom Brady today, are opportunities. Once you've gone through it once, it means the next yeah. time's that little bit easier. For me, mm. That is what inspires me about Tom Brady, his, his clear-headedness around failure and obstacles being opportunities to build from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mark, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for uh, joining me as we did the, the quarterback-wide receiver combination to go deep into the world of Tom Brady. It was pretty fun, right? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed Tom Brady. And like I mentioned, it's not a sport that I am fully, fully aware of from a, you know, a detailed love like yourself, Mike. But I, I think like our listeners uh, hopefully got from today's show, it's so clear that he is this amazing leader of people. He's mm. this amazing reflector. He's undeniably the greatest of all time in the sport because he's constantly adapting and growing and making himself better. That for me, I mean, he, he is a moonshotter. He is totally moonshots. Mark, thank you to you and thank you to you, all of our listeners, to join us on a journey of continuous improvement today. Yes, it was certainly about leadership and that starts with always improving yourself a la Mr. Tom Brady, number 12, himself. And what we discover is this whole process starts with caring for you, yourself, and to really care about the things you do. But it's not only that, it's about caring for your teammates too. You got to take people on the ride with you. And on that ride, you are going to face obstacles. And the only thing you can do is say, welcome to that opportunity. And if you've got a healthy body, you'll have a healthy mind. So make sure your diet and your workout are just right for you, because that gives you the moment, the energy, the force to focus on every single day and most certainly live in the present, the here and the now. 
And as you reflect upon that, you will be able to evolve continuously through these experiences. And remember this, you moonshotters, if Tom Brady can get better, if he can go from 199 to the greatest of all time, so can we. All right, that's a wrap of the Moonshots podcast.